You got this. You got this. A hug might be a good. You got this. Come on! You got this! You got this. Dear Jesus. I want to invite you into my heart. Good morning. Hope everybody's doing good today. I want to welcome you here to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Happy Father's Day to all of our fathers here today and all the fathers that are watching online. We just want to uh, thank you for joining us today and we're going to celebrate big time and just so thankful to be in God's house today. Aren't you thankful to be here? Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to just... Uh, before we go into a time of prayer, we uh, just had something special for all the fathers that are coming in this morning. We had these little treats here at the door, and we hope you all picked up one uh, as a, just an appreciation for you being a great dad and uh, maybe a mentor, maybe a coach, whatever your role is. But we wanted to bless you today. And uh, if you have this gift with you, if you'll look on the back of one of these, it had a special little sticker of our church logo on it. And uh, if that's you this morning, before you leave today, please go by our Welcome Center uh, that's located in the main foyer, and we have a gift uh, that we want to bless you with, a special gift that we want to bless you with. And if you're watching online this morning, uh, we want you to uh, know that we're also doing some giveaways, and so uh, you'll see more information and directions on how you can win that gift there online. But anyway, we are so thankful to be in God's house today, and I want to invite you to stand with me right now. Praise as we go to the Lord in a time of prayer and giving him thanks today. Aren't you thankful for your heavenly Father? Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, we come to you today. And first, we just want to tell you that we love you. On this Father's Day, God, we want to tell you that we love you and we thank you for your love for us that was demonstrated through your Son, Jesus Christ. And Father, we thank you that you're a father to the fatherless. God, you're our hope, you're our strength, and God, we celebrate your goodness and greatness today. 
We invite you to just come now and by your Holy Spirit that you would just, uh, Lord, penetrate every heart here that's gathered in person and the ones that are watching online. God, we just ask you, God, to accomplish your perfect will. We thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. We thank you, God, for your power. We thank you for your presence. And so we just invite you to come right now and that your perfect will be done in every life here and every life online. Father, we thank you for every father that's joined here today, God, whatever role they may play. We just ask you to bless them today, encourage them today, and may we just take time to honor them and celebrate our dads today. We love you, Lord. And we give you praise today. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And all of God's people said, amen. Let's clap our hands for Jesus. Amen. Amen. And happy Father's Day to you. Remain standing and let's worship the Lord.
this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. That's a good word this morning. You know, that song at the chorus at the beginning there, it says, I love to sing your praise. Love the sound of your name. It fills me with peace, washes over me like a sweet, gentle rain. I love to sing your praise. It brings the victory. Maybe some of us just need to sing over our circumstance this morning. Amen. Those problems that we're uh, facing this morning, maybe we just need to sing over. We need to give God praise and let victory come through our worship this morning. Maybe that's a reminder for all of us that whatever we're going through, that he's more than enough. That we just praise him, that we just sometimes block everything out and just lift up holy hands to him and say, Lord, I praise you. Lord, I worship you. God, that whatever uh, I'm going through, you want to bring me through because you are more than enough. He's our answer this morning. Father God, we love you today and we worship you in this place. God, we love to sing your name. God, it brings the victory, God. And I pray right now for every man, every woman, every child. God, if they're uh, in this building, God, or if they're watching online this morning, wherever they are, God, that they would feel your presence right now. God, that they would just sing the name of Jesus over their circumstance. God, sing the name of Jesus over that healing that they stand in need of, God. That financial issue that they're facing right now, God. They just speak Jehovah Jireh, provider over that situation right now, that you're more than enough, God. Some need peace this morning. God, that they would just start singing your name. God, that you would be pre, uh, bring peace and joy. God, bring comfort this morning. God, that you would wrap your arms around them, right, wherever they are. God, we love you, God. We worship you in this place. God, we worship you. Can right now where you are, just lift your hands to him right now. Just offer a sacrifice of praise. He said if we lift up holy hands to him right now. Holy hands to him right now that you would receive. Hallelujah, God. Right now, Father, right now, God. Right now, Jesus. God, bring comfort right now. Hallelujah, God. Bring peace right now. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. We worship you right now, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We worship you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you.
Come on, let's lift up the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord today for his powerful name. No equal. If God is for us, who can be against us? Sickness is no equal. Depression is no equal. Your troubles, your problems, they're no equal to who God is. He's all powerful. And I know a lot of you showed up today and you need the Lord to work in your, in your family, in your situation. Maybe you just need the Lord to do a miracle in your life. Just lift your hand. If that's you today, I need the Lord to show up and work. Maybe you're watching online. You can just make a comment on what you need prayer for today. We have people who will pray for you. And I want us to go to the Lord right now and just declare his name is more powerful than anything that we're going through in our life today. He deserves all the worship and all the glory. So let's go to the Lord. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you that your name is all-powerful. There's no other name under heaven which we can call on to be saved. Lord, your name is the name above all names. You're the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and we worship you today. God, you're, you're deserving of all of our praise and all of our worship. We magnify your holy name today, God, that you're greater than anything that we face today, God. There's no equal, there's no rival for you, God. And God, we just thank you right now, Lord, for your love, for your people. We thank you, God, for your concern for every one of us that are gathered here today, God. Your grace, God, that helps us through our life. It's a saving grace, and it is a keeping grace, God. And God, we thank you for your uh, amazing grace in our life today, God. Lord, there's so many people that are going through challenges and battles and struggles and pain. And God, but we just ask you right now, out of your love and out of your grace, wrap your arms around each one right now, Lord, and just love on them. Lift them up out of that place, God. We declare victory today in your name, Jesus. In your name. We declare victory, God, over every battle. We declare peace through every storm. God Almighty. We declare it over this church family. We declare it over our online family watching right now. Whatever the need may be, we're believing for you, God, just to, just to show your glory. Manifest your presence right now that we would experience your power working in our life. Come on, church. Call on Jesus right now. Just call on the Lord. I'm calling on you, Lord, for my family. I'm calling on you, Lord, for my friends. I'm calling on you, Lord, for this situation that I'm in. I'm believing you, God, that you're more powerful, God. You're more powerful. Pastor Kevin, can we just go into that one more time and just remind ourselves about the powerful name of Jesus, the powerful name of Jesus. Come on, church. Let's just declare it one more time. What a powerful name it is. Yes, God. What a powerful Come on, church. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. Yes, God. What a powerful name it is. Thank you, Jesus. Nothing can stand against. Hallelujah. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus. What a powerful name it is. What a powerful name. Stand again. What a powerful name it is. One more time. The name. 
real, friend. Come on. What a powerful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a powerful name it is. Nothing can stand what a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. Can you say amen? Amen. Let's give the Lord another hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. And just thank you so much again for being here with us today and watching online during this time together. And we're trusting and believing that the Lord is working in your situation, working uh, in that need that you may have, bringing you victory, bringing you the peace that you need. I hope you're uh, trusting the Lord to do that for your life today. And uh, just so grateful to be able to be here and share the Word of God, especially on this Father's Day. And again, I just want to wish everyone online Happy Father's Day and all the fathers that are here today, Happy Father's Day. Let's give our fathers a great big hand today. Amen. Amen. And uh Really believe God's got a word for all of us here today, but it's really going to apply uh, to our fathers that have gathered here online and here in person. So if you have your Bibles, you can go ahead and open up your Bible to the Gospel of Mark, Mark chapter 5. The Gospel of Mark uh, chapter 5. I'm going to be talking to you today about how we can have a comeback again and how we can be comeback fathers. Now, it's Father's Day. And this message is really geared toward the fathers, but you can apply it to anyone. Moms, whoever you are that's gathered here, uh, you just uh, apply this message to your life personally. But this is something that's really heavy on my heart today for our church, for our community, and for our country. But I do want to just say uh, I'm thankful to, I'm, I'm very thankful uh, to be a part of a ministry here and serve here where fathers value their families and where fathers are here that pour into their families. And, and uh, I'm very grateful for the dads that serve in this church. Uh, I'm most of all grateful for my heavenly father. I'm thankful for who he is and what he's done in my life. How about you? Amen. Amen. I praise God today for my, my dad. Uh, he's my stepdad, but uh, he helped raise me and, um, and just poured into my life, and I'm very grateful for him. He's a blessing to our family most of the time, and <laughs> no, nah, he's a blessing all the time. Uh, I praise God for my two boys, Caden and Lucas. Caden's 17 now, Lucas is 12. It, it's, a, it's a blessing to be their dad, and I love them so much, and I'm grateful uh, to be able to be their father. And there, there's power behind fatherhood, and that's what I want to talk to you about today. Is about fathers and how we can be a comeback father. Listen to me. I believe, this is on my heart heavy. I, I believe there is a direct connection. I really do. I believe there's a direct connection to what we see going on in our culture today and the fathers in our land. I really believe that with all my heart. I believe there's a direct connection. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. You, you, look, at the, you look at the deterioration and the, the rapid decay of our culture and of, and our, of our nation, and, and you wonder why things are kind of falling apart and so broken uh, in our society today. And the thing that I would tell you about is what the Lord's laid on my heart. There's a direct connection because fathers are missing. 
fathers are missing. Fathers are missing in, in our homes, and fathers are missing in the churches, and fathers are miss, missing in the community, and they're missing in our country. And now we see the results of it. We see the results of what's going on. It's because we are a fatherless nation. America is a fatherless nation. Let me tell you why. Listen to this. Roughly 70% of all uh, those that are in prison come from fatherless homes. Over 70%. 80% of those who have committed uh, felonies in their life come from fatherless homes. 71% of high school dropouts come from a fatherless home. 63% of the teenagers that commit suicide come from a fatherless home. I'm just telling you, friend, fathers are missing in our nation today. And there's a big problem. We need, some, we need some comeback fathers. We need some comeback fathers that maybe they've uh, made some mistakes along the way or maybe they drifted away. We need some fathers to come back. We need some comeback fathers. We need some comeback husbands. We need some comeback men that will make a difference in this nation that we live in, in our community that we live in. Listen, the key to a better home is the father. The, the key to a better community and a better church is the Father. The key to a better country is the Father. The remedy to all the chaos and the crisis that we see going on right now, I believe, is a direct connection because we're missing fathers in the land. We need some comeback fathers. We need some comeback fathers. So I want to talk to you real briefly on how we can become comeback fathers, or it might be a comeback mom or brother or sister. This applies to everybody. Say everybody. So in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 5, we read the story of a comeback father that I believe will inspire all of us today. In Mark, chapter 5, verse 21 through 24, let me read this to you. It says, when Jesus had again crossed over by boat to the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered around him while he was by the lake. Then one of the synagogue rulers named Jairus, came, he came there and he was, he was seeking Jesus. He was seeing Jesus and he fell at his feet. And he pleaded earnestly with him and he said, My little daughter is dying. And please come and put your hands on her so that she will be healed and live. So Jesus went with this man, Jairus, and a large crowd followed and pressed around him. And then you remember, there's a little break there, and there's a delay because Jesus has this encounter with this woman with the blood issue. And, and, he, and he works in her life. And then we pick back up in verse 35, and we pick back up with the story of this father, this comeback father. And while Jesus was still speaking, some men came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue ruler, and said, your daughter is dead, they said. Why bother the teacher anymore? Ignoring what they said, Jesus told the synagogue ruler, don't be afraid, just believe. And he did not let anyone follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. And when they came to the home of the synagogue ruler, Jesus saw a commotion with people crying and, and wailing loudly. And he went in. Jesus went in. He went in. Hallelujah. He, he went in and said to them, Why all this commotion and wailing? The child is not dead but asleep. But they all laughed at him. And after he put them all out, sometimes you got to put some people out. Uh, man, thank you, Lord. I might preach that next week. 
They laughed at him. He put, you got to put him. He put them all out, and he took the child's uh, father and mother and the disciples who were with him, and they went in there where the child was, and he took her by the hand and said to her, uh, Talitha kum, which means, little girl, I say to you, get up. And immediately the girl stood up and walked around. She was only 12 years old, the Bible says. And at this they were completely astonished. He gave strict orders not to let anyone know about this and told them to give her something to eat. Father, I thank you for your word. Thank you for the calling and the anointing, God, to be able to preach your word. God, I need you right now. We all need you right now. God, speak to our hearts. Move us, God. Lord, this is a crucial time for our nation, God. And I know this is a word that you have for all of us today. So, God, let it penetrate our hearts and be sealed in us that it would transform us for your glory because your word tells us that it will never return void. So, Lord, may just uh, fruit come forth all for your glory in the name of Jesus. And all of God's people said amen. Amen. How to be a comeback father. How to be a comeback father. A comeback father, we see out of this passage here, a comeback father is going to be a father who will seek after Jesus. A comeback father is going to be a man who will seek after Jesus. This father, Jairus, he, the Bible tells us, it says that he was looking for Jesus. He was seeing Jesus. He was seeking after the Lord. Now let's look at Jairus just a, for a few minutes and know that who this man is. He, this man is the synagogue ruler. He's in charge of making sure that the people have the word of God read to them. He's in charge of making sure that there's worship in place for all the Jewish people. He, he was a man that was very well respected uh, in his community. He was part of the religious establishment of that day. But think about this for a minute. Jairus is a synagogue ruler, a very well-respected religious man who is right in the circles there with the religious establishment of that day. But if you read this in the context, you know that during that time, the religious establishment, they, they hated Jesus. They, they opposed Jesus. They rejected Jesus. They, they even wanted to kill Jesus. And here is this man, this man that's part of that circle, that religious establishment, and we read here in the Bible that he's not on a mission uh, to uh, oppose Jesus. He's not on a mission to reject Jesus. He's not on a mission to kill Jesus. He's seeking Jesus. He's seeking the Lord, and he's seeking the Lord out of desperation. Listen, a comeback father will seek the Lord with desperation, you know why he was uh, so desperate in seeking the Lord? You know why the Bible says, I just read it to you. It says that he had a 12-year-old daughter who was home and she was dying. She was very sick and she was about to die. And friend, Jairus, he was desperate to get to Jesus. Maybe he had heard about Jesus. Maybe he had seen Jesus perform miracles. But I know one thing, he knew that if he could get to Jesus and get Jesus in his home, that things could change. Jairus was seeking Jesus because he had a major crisis in his home. I bet all of us could lift our hands and lift a foot. We've all had crisis in our homes. We've all faced those times. And listen, you let crisis come to your house, especially if it involves your children, and you'll know the kind of desperation that this man had. You'll begin to seek the Lord, especially when it involves your children. It don't matter if they're 2, if they're 12, if they're 24. It don't matter how old they are. You let crisis come to your family and you will seek the Lord. 
And some of us have crisis in our homes today. Maybe you're watching online, you have a crisis in your home. Maybe, maybe your children are in some kind of bondage to, to alcohol and drugs. Maybe there's a spouse that's in bondage to pornography. Maybe there's uh, someone in the house, a spouse or a child that just continually is running from God, running from God. And maybe there's somebody that's rebelling in the house against your parental authority. Listen, I've come to the conclusion, it does not matter who you are, we all have problems at home maybe it's just me but I think all of us all of us I've come to realize that everybody's got issues everybody has crisis everybody has times in their life when they're having just a a mess at the house and maybe that's you this morning maybe your house is in crisis and we can learn from this man here, Jairus. Listen, when our, when our family is in crisis, when our home is in crisis, when our children are going through crisis, we need to seek Jesus with all of our heart. I know this is simple, but friend, this is the word of God. We need to seek the Lord with all of our heart. The Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 13, this is what the Lord said. He says, you will, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. We, we need some comeback fathers that are willing to seek Jesus, not just to make things just a little bit better, but you're seeking him with all your heart because you want your, you want your home transformed. You want your family transformed. We need some people like Jairus that will seek Jesus. Why do we seek Jesus? Because he's the answer. Jesus is the answer. He's the answer to everything that we're going through right now, friend. I'm telling you right now, for our nation right now, for our country, uh, for our community, for our homes, listen, it's a dad that's seeking after Jesus that's going to be the the remedy and the solution to everything that we have going on. Come back, fathers. Listen, this man was desperate. Just put yourself in that situation right now. You, you got a child that's, that's, that's sick and about to die, and you don't know what. You've done everything that you know to do. And he knows that if Jesus can get to him, so he's desperate, he's desperate. And out of that desperation, he's determined to get to the Lord, and that's what we need today. We need some fathers who are desperate. We need some fathers who, who are determined that let nothing get in the way from them seeking the Lord. We need some fathers who are willing to do whatever it takes to get Jesus to their family. Listen, fathers, your number one priority is not your wife. Your number one priority is not your children. Your number one priority is to get to Jesus and get him into your house. Come on. The greatest gift that you can give your children and your family, fathers, listen, the greatest gift that you can give them is getting Jesus into the house. Because when he gets in the house, everything changes then. Your number one priority is not to leave him a nice bank account. It's not to leave him a nice big car, a nice big house, or a nice big boat. Well, it doesn't matter, friend. The greatest gift that you can give him is to get him to Jesus. And get Jesus in the house. Lord, have mercy. I'm about to run down there and clap for myself in a minute. Hallelujah. I want you to notice something. It was was the father. This miracle started with the father. He he didn't send, listen, it was Jairus, the father, that went to seek after Jesus. He didn't send his wife. He sent her to Walmart. 
Lord, help me, Jesus. It was the father who went seeking Jesus, not the mother. Not, he didn't send uh, other children to go seek after the Lord. He didn't send his servants to go after the Lord. No, he says, you know what? Enough is enough. My house is in crisis right now. God has placed on me a calling to be the spiritual leader, and I'm going to take it upon myself right now that I'm going to find Jesus. I'm going to get to Jesus. I'm going to seek him, and I'm going to get him in my house because when he gets there, everything's going to change. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need, we need, we need some fathers. We need some comeback fathers who will start seeking Jesus for their families. We need some fathers that have come back and start seeking Jesus for their families. Jesus, help us, Lord. Help us to, help us to be those comeback fathers. Help us. Even, even as parents or, or, or siblings, it doesn't matter. Listen, whatever your role is, the main thing is that you get Jesus in the house. And our number one priority is to seek the Lord. You know what the problem is today in our land? We have fathers that are not seeking Jesus, but they're seeking after the pleasures of this world. We got fathers that are willing to uh, go a little bit here and go a little bit there, and they get their eyes off of seeking Jesus. That, that's the problem that we have in our nation today. And, and, they're, and they're, they're, they're seeking pleasure over here and they're seeking pleasure over there and they put Jesus in the back seat now and it's all about what they want to do and whatever satisfies them. And next thing you know, uh, you, you don't see them getting involved in church anymore and you don't see them serving no more or you don't see them uh, even coming to church at all. You don't see them in the community no more. They're never at home. You, you know why? Because they got their eyes off of Jesus. Oh, I'm preaching good now. Little by little, little by little, they, they start to go after this and they start to go after that and the next thing you know, the home is in crisis. I've been in it long enough now, I've seen it. They, they, they quit seeking after the Lord and they take little steps after this and after that, after the pleasures of the world and the next thing you know, one of the uh, spouses has committed adultery. Or, or you find out or you hear that one of them's gone back to drinking or one of them's gone back to drugs. Or something happened and they, they were stealing at work and they lost their job and now they've lost everything. Or they've done something really crazy and they've lost the kids again. After the Lord, they, they, one time they were seeking him with all their heart and now they're after the pleasures of the world and now they've lost everything. Listen, if we're going to be comeback parents and if we're going to be comeback dads, we need to make sure that we're seeking Jesus with all of our heart. God forbid our homes blow up in crisis and chaos because we got our eyes off of Jesus and we just started going here and going there after the pleasures of the world. Listen to me, friend. Listen to me, please. Please keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Jesus said these words here. He says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. In other words, Jesus is just reminding us, make sure you don't drift here and drift there, but keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Come back, fathers. They seek Jesus. A comeback father will not only seek Jesus, but a comeback father will worship Jesus. 
The Bible says, I read to you a while ago, that when, when Jairus, this father, saw Jesus, the Bible says that he fell at his feet. This, he fell at his feet. This, this worship was an act of surrendering himself to Jesus Christ. He fell at his feet. And that's what worship is. Worship is about just surrendering all your life to Jesus Christ. I couldn't get this song out of my head. I wish I'd have told Pastor Kevin he could sing it for you because you sure don't want me singing it. But that song, I surrender all. I surrender all, all to thee, my blessed Savior. I surrender all. That's what Jairus did, friend. That's what Jairus did. He, he, he fell down at the feet of Jesus, and he's just saying, you know what? I'm surrendering everything to you, Lord. I'm surrendering to you my pride. I'm surrendering to you my power. I'm surrendering my problems, and I'm giving it all to you because, Jesus, uh, you're the only one that can change this situation. Oh, Lord, he realized, like many of us need to realize today, man, I'll tell you, I learned this lesson a while back. You, you can get somebody and you can talk to them till you're blue in the face. You can, you can put your hands around their neck and lay hands on them. Not really, but you. Lord, help us. You, you can do all that, friend. Listen, but you got to get to a place where you realize that you cannot change anybody. Only Jesus can change them. You can witness to them, you can love on them, you can encourage them, you can speak truth into their life, but only Jesus can change them. And that's what Jairus, he was, he was just falling down at the feet of Jesus, and he was saying, you know what, Lord, I cannot carry this burden anymore. I can't fix my family, Lord. I know it's a mess right now, so I'm depending on you to help me with everything. Psalm 55, 22, it says, cast your burden upon the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken. Listen, this man had every reason to be shaken because his house was in crisis, but he was giving all of his burdens to the Lord. That's a word for all of us today, friend. If you'll just fall down in front of Jesus and just give him your burdens today. Man, I'm just feeling all kinds of songs come on today. Burdens are lifted at Calvary. Good night. Oh, man, help us, Jesus. We, we need to come to the Lord. Look, he fell at the feet of Jesus because he needed Jesus. Listen, he said, I need you, Jesus. My family needs you, Jesus. My children, they need you, Jesus. And I'm willing to fall down at your feet, Lord. This father was broken. He was broken before Jesus. And listen to me. Please listen to this. If you want to get the attention of Jesus, you need to come to him in your brokenness. If you want to get, the Bible says the Lord is near those that are brokenhearted. Don't, don't try to come to Jesus with your arrogance and with your theology and, and all those things. I know our, our faith plays a part, but come to him in your brokenness. In your brokenness, you come to the Lord. When was the last time that you come to the Lord in your brokenness and fell at his feet uh, just uh, pleading for God to save your children that are on their way to hell? When is the last time out of your brokenness you fell before the Lord claiming for your family that that one that's sick would be healed? When is the last time out of your brokenness you fell before the Lord and, and, and just called out to him in your brokenness for that one to be delivered out of that bondage that they're in? When is the last time you fell before the Lord in brokenness? Some of you know that brokenness. 
Can you imagine what our homes would be like and what our families would be like if, if some people that were comeback fathers would, would step up and just spend some time worshiping before the feet of Jesus in their brokenness? God, help us. We, we need some comeback fathers who are broken enough to pray and seek the Lord and worship the Lord. We need some comeback fathers that will worship the Lord. We need some comeback fathers who will worship and not whine. Woo. We need some comeback fathers that will worship and not worry. We need some comeback fathers that will worship and they, and they won't waver in their faith. Come on, we need some comeback fathers. Come on. This, this worship here, and I'm almost done. This worship here from Jairus, I want you to know, listen, it, this was a risk for this man. If, if you really look at the context of it, this was a huge risk for this man. Here he is, a synagogue ruler, a part of the religious establishment. Just put that in your mind. And here he is, and he finds Jesus, and he, and he falls down and, and before Jesus, and he begins to plead with him, plead with him. What in the world do you think would happen when all of his religious friends saw what was going on? He would have been ostracized from his duties as a synagogue ruler. He would have lost his, his livelihood. He was taking a huge risk. We need some comeback fathers who are willing to take a risk for Jesus. We got to have some comeback fathers who are willing to pay the, pay the price to follow Jesus. Jesus said, he said, count the cost before we follow him. Listen, I just want to remind you today, if, if you're serious about being a comeback father and you're serious about making a difference in the nation, the community, in this church, and in your family, if you're truly serious about that, listen, friend, you, you may have to pay a price. There may be a sacrifice that comes. You, you may lose some friendships. You may lose a business uh, partner. You may, you may lose some, uh, some business opportunities at work. You may lose some things around you, but you have to be willing to be like Jairus and say, no matter, listen, no matter what the risk, no matter what the sacrifice, the only thing that matters to me is Jesus and my family. Hallelujah. That's what we need today. We need some comeback men with that testimony. All that matters to me is Jesus and my family. It reminds me of Joshua. For me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I can't help what's going on across the street. I can't help what's going on around the block. But I can tell you right now, for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. We need some fathers. We need some fathers that will come back and their children and see some fathers that are willing to uh, sacrifice uh, and in the public and worship the Lord and not worry about what other people think. We need some children in the homes that look at daddies and see them on their knees praying in home and church and in the community. We need some comeback fathers who are willing to take a stand and not be ashamed of the gospel. Man, we walk around in here and our chest is all pumped up and we're all walking around and I love the Lord, I'm bold for the Lord and get out there and we live like the world and no difference in our lifestyle. Won't even speak about the name of Jesus. Won't even bring it up. God, help us. How in the world are we going to influence our country and our nation if we're not even willing to uh, take a stand for the Lord? A comeback father is going to be willing 
to take a stand for his family in the name of Jesus. Pastor Kevin, if you'll come help me. Sister Amy, man, I still got a ways to go. Whew. That was just introduction. <laughs> One more point, and I'm going to wrap it up, and we're going to pray. A comeback father will trust in Jesus. Listen to what the scriptures say in verse 23. This father, he pleaded. I wonder how many people have pleaded for your children, just pleaded for your family. He pleaded earnestly. And he says, he, listen to what he says to Jesus. He says, listen, if you will come and just put your hands on my daughter, she will be healed and she will live. That's trust, friend. That's trust. He was trusting in Jesus. And then the report comes, and, they, and this father, he hears, the, he hears the worst news that he could ever hear in his life. He hears that your child has passed. And Jesus says, just ignore, ignore it, and you just believe. Don't be afraid, just believe. Look, in other words, don't be afraid, just believe that everything's going to be okay. And a comeback father, listen to me, a comeback father is going to trust Jesus no matter how bad things get in life. And friends, things got bad for this man. Some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. He had to keep the faith. And the only way he could keep the faith was to stay close to Jesus when that storm hit his life directly. Friends, some of us, we've seen the clouds around us and we've... We've gone in another direction trying to get away from the storm. But every once in a while, friend, every once in a while, we, we take a direct hit in our life. And the one place you want to be is to make sure that you're close to Jesus. And this man stayed close to him. He, he had the testimony, if I can just stay close to Jesus and get him into my house where he can stay, that God can begin to work and do a, do a supernatural work in my life. I want you to notice something as I wrap it up. That there was a crowd around these people that were doubting what Jesus could do. They were doubting what Jesus could do. But not this man. He stayed close to Jesus. And I just want to go ahead and warn you right now, friend. There may be some times in your life that you're going to just have to stand alone and believe the Lord. Nobody else around you is going to believe with you. But you just got to keep believing that God's going to help you. And there's going to be those times. Jesus didn't respond to the doubters. He responded to the daddy. And that's the faith that this man had to know that Jesus could change that whole situation. I believe that in these last days, there's voices around us and crowds that are trying to tear down God. They're mocking God. The Bible says they laughed at Jesus. And they're going to laugh at the Lord. They're going to laugh at you because of your faith in the Lord. But in the end, friend, all that matters is is that you can get him in your house. Get him in your house so he can change everything and do the supernatural. Trust him. I want, listen, I want my wife, I want, I want to be a comeback father. I want my wife and I want my boys to know that when the storms hit our life, we can still trust Jesus. When the, when, listen, when the storms come, you can trust him for provision. You can trust him for peace. You can trust him for power. No matter what comes your way, I want my family, I want them to know that they can trust in the Lord.
no matter what they face in their life. And there's many of you that are facing some crisis in your homes today. And you've showed up or maybe you're watching online and it seems like it's a hopeless situation. Maybe it looks like it's not going to end well for you. I just want to encourage you today, friend, if you will seek the Lord, if you'll just continue to worship the Lord, if you'll just trust in the Lord and just get him into your home, I promise you he will, tr- he will, he will do something supernatural in your life. But it comes out of a desperation. It comes out of a brokenness. And I wonder who today is going to be willing to be broken enough, desperate enough, willing to surrender all so Jesus can come into your house and do something supernatural. Would you bow your heads, please? Nobody looking around. Thank you for being obedient to the Lord. Is there anyone here today, and you'd be honest enough to say right now that there's some... There's a crisis going on in your home right now. Maybe it's a crisis with a marriage. Maybe it's a crisis with a child. Maybe, maybe it's just a messed up situation going on. And, and, and you really need prayer today. You need, you need the Lord Jesus to come show up in your house. And you need him to help you. If that's you, friend, would you be honest enough right now just to lift your hand and say that's me. Come on, lift your hand. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, sir. God bless you. You put your hands down. Maybe you're watching online, and that's you today, friend. We want to pray for you right now. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would just bring help to those whose homes are in crisis today, God. Jesus, I pray right now, Lord, that you would deliver them out of pain, deliver them out of trouble, deliver them, God. Bring help to them today, God. You're the only one that can truly change their home. And I pray, God, just a supernatural work to be done In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God, bring healing to those that are hurting today. Restore homes that are broken today, God. Mend relationships, God, between family members that are uh, at odds with each other. I pray right now, Jesus, that you would work a miracle. Work a miracle, God. Work a miracle like you did for this man, this this comeback father. Work a miracle in his life. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. I want you to do me a favor. I want all the, all the fathers to stand right now. Would you please stand, all fathers? I want to pray over you. All fathers, please stand. How about all the men join them? All the men join them. All men. All men. And if you're there beside your loved one that you care about and you have somebody here with you, just... Maybe you put your hand on their side right there and let's pray for them right now. Let's pray for them. Lord, thank you so much. Thank you, Lord, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for every father that's standing. Thank you for every man that's standing. Thank you for every family that's represented right now. I pray for these fathers. I pray that every one of them would be a comeback father that are willing to seek you, Jesus, with all their heart. Come on. Come on, Father, just just receive that challenge right now. I'm going to seek Jesus with all my heart. And I pray right now for these fathers that they would, out of brokenness, would begin to surrender their life to you, Jesus. Every detail, they would surrender their pride and surrender their, their power and surrender their problems to you, oh God. And that you would just manifest your glory in their life. Lord, I pray for these fathers that are standing today, God, these men that are standing. I pray, God, that they would trust in you, Jesus. They would trust in you that no matter what hits them in life, 
no matter what crisis comes to their home, that they will never turn away from you. They'll stay close to you, Jesus, and they'll trust you with all their heart. They'll lean not on their own understanding, but they will trust in you and acknowledge you in all their ways. Hallelujah. 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 Pastor Kevin, I, I don't know if I'm putting you on the spot, man, but can, can you pull that song out, I Surrender All? Is that something you, I know you can? In the name of Jesus. Just for a few minutes, let, let's declare this over our life right now. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. I surrender all. Make that your prayer right now. I Yes, God. your hands up to the Lord right now. Father, bless every family here right now. God, as we pray for our nation, pray for our community, pray for our church, God, we know it starts in the home. And I pray, God, for every father here that they would all make that the declaration in our life today, that they would surrender all and that you would make all of us come back fathers that can be used for your glory. I pray it right now. You would bless everyone here. Give them a great day and encourage them in all their ways. And protect them and watch over them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can we clap our hands for Jesus? Amen. Listen, let me give you some instructions. Um, we... Did you know that the wise men were also firemen? Because they come from afar? That's probably my daddy's number one dad joke. I just love my dad because he's such a sweet soul. And have you ever tried his cooking? He's just the best dad I could ever imagine having. I love you and happy Father's Day. I love my dad because he always takes care of me. Happy Father's Day, I love you. Happy Father's Day, Dad, you're the best dad in the world. Hope you have a good day, love you. Happy Father's Day, Dad, thank you for everything you do, I love you. Happy Father's Day. Uh, my daddy is the best because he is always there for me. He's definitely one of my biggest fans because he likes to follow me on Life360 and he's my go-to man. I can go to him for anything. He will always help me out. Um, I, he doesn't really have dad jokes. His Probably one of his favorite sayings is like, see you around like a donut. And so like I say it and everybody's like, I've never heard that. But see you around like a donut is his thing. And then he has a joke that he always says about funeral homes. He says, you know what they say about funeral homes? People are dying to get in. But happy Father's Day. Love you. Happy Father's Day. Dad, we love you because you love us back and you do amazing stuff for us. 
I love you because you go fishing with me. Alright, here's a dad joke for you. What do sprinters eat before a race? Nothing. They fast. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, the reason I love my dad so much is he's taught me everything I know um, about everything. Um, I wouldn't be the man I am today if it wasn't for him. I mean, he's taught me everything. And, you know, I respect him so much. And he may not realize it, but, you know, I love him. You know, he's just, I couldn't ask for a better dad. And I just want to say, Happy Father's Day, Dad. I love you so much. Happy Father's Day to all dads out there. Um, my dad, he's kind of a crazy guy. Um, everybody loves him, though. He's very lovable. And that's just what makes my dad who he is. He's just a loving, caring guy for anybody. I just couldn't have asked for a better dad, honestly. Happy Father's Day. I love my dad because he's just an amazing person. He's just really good to the community and a lot of people look up to him, including us. And we just love him so much and we're just so grateful for him. And then most importantly, he loves God. I love my dad because he's a great leader and he just trusts all of us and he supports everything we do and he's just an amazing dad. Happy, happy Father's, Father's Day. Day. So I just want to start by saying happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. I am very incredibly blessed to have such an amazing dad in my life. He has always done everything for me and my family, of course. But um, he is such a hardworking man, that is one thing. But another thing is that he is such a funny, goofy man if you get to know him, especially. He will always make anybody smile with his tongue, lame jokes, simple dad jokes. But um, I am very blessed to have him in my life. He's the best. I've always known him as such a, an amazing, goofy guy to always put a smile on my face when I'm not feeling the best or when i just not in the mood. But um, I just wanted to let you know, Dad, that I love you and happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Dad, thank you so much for the last 18 years of protecting our family and just instilling good values of work, good work ethic and just teaching us life lessons that will last us our whole life. And thank you so much, Dad. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Dad. What do you call cheese that's not yours? Nacho cheese. The reason why I love my dad because he's sweet and I love him and he's a hardworking person. Happy Father's Day, Dad. I love you. I love my dad because he takes me fishing. Happy Father's Day. Instead of giving you a joke, I'll give you my dad's best piece of advice. Always be observant of your surroundings. I love my dad because he always tries to teach me things, spend time with me, and overall he's just a very strong role model that I look up to. Happy Father's Day everyone. Hey daddy, I just want to say um, happy Father's Day and I, I love you. Um, you always say that I'm so bright, that's why you call me son. Um, but I am just so lucky to be your son. You are so special and I love you. Happy Father's Day, Dad. You are an amazing person and you do so much for me. You are a master chef with your hamburgers and barbecue chicken. I love spending time with you and I appreciate you talking to me and taking time out of your day to teach me different things. Thank you, Dad. Happy Father's Day. I love you. Hey, you want to hear a pizza joke? Never mind, it's too cheesy. Anyway, I love my dad because he's kind, he's funny, and he helps me out with sports, and he's my best friend, and he loves me too. And 
I love them and happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Daddy. I love you so much. And one thing that I really love about you is every time we're in the car, you always make us laugh by putting on a little show and you would always sing. Um, <laughs> I love you and I hope you have a great day. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Dad. What do you get when a pumpkin gets a scratch? A pumpkin patch. The reason why I love my dad so much is because he, there's just no words. He loves me. I love him back. He takes care of me. He, he, um, he just helps me in all situations. He, he just, he just loves me and I love him to the moon and back. He works for the money so I can keep a roof over my head. He, I can go in the shop and work with him. And he's just an awesome dad. Just happy Father's Day, Dad. I love you so much. The reason I love my dad is because he helps me with a lot of things. And he shows me the right ways when I mess up. And he just looks after me. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. And I love my father because he helps me with a lot of things. Why do you love Daddy? He's a good cook. He's good. He cared for me, loves me, provided for me. Among many other things. Dad jokes. Let's do this. All right, sis, you're up. Okay. Why should you name your horse Mayo? Why? Because Mayo nays. Okay. Your turn. Your turn. All right. Um, hmm. Let's just say if you have bladder problems, you're in trouble. <laughs> Father's Day, Daddy. Thanks for being the best Algebra 1 teacher I've ever had. I didn't take Algebra, but you gave us our diploma, so thanks for that, bud. But anyway, we love you! <coughs> hey, Caleb. Yep. Did you hear about the two calendar thieves? No, I didn't. Yeah, they each got six months. <laughs> Uh, did you hear about the two hackers that got fired? No. They couldn't hack it! <laughs> that was a good one. I, I just came up with that one. <laughs> yeah, I could tell. That, on the spot? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right okay. then. Yeah, well, hey, hey, hey. How about, this one? How, about, how about this one? How about this one? What did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? Just guess. Just guess. Hi, I'm the janitor. <laughs> no, 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 no. What did the janitor say when he jumped out of the closet? Supplies! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Comedy goal. Anyways, Dad, we just wanted to tell you that we love you very much and that always and forever you've been our hero and you'll continue to be our hero throughout the years. Yeah, we love you so much, Dad. And even though we don't always show it through our actions and what we do, we just really want you to know how much you mean to us and how much we want to be like you when we grow up. Definitely. And now, let's make like a tree and leaf. Happy Father's Day! Happy Father's Day.